0: Sunday, May thirtieth, twenty twenty one for all posteriority or whatever you want to call it. Anywho, <clears throat> this one I decided to get the fast track salaries last night or last week, I should say. So fast track salaries. Right. That's the, the whole. That's world the technical did not need To know. Oh yes, they do. They hang on your every word. You? Speaking of hanging on your every word, what happened the last couple of weeks? Because. I've been watching pop culture news and stuff and it's making me wonder
1: why I'm watching pop culture news. Well, that's because there's nothing really happening in pop culture news except for things that we really don't care about. What is it with everybody giving up all of a sudden, because
0: AT&T gave up on Warner Brothers. They were supposed to be merging with Discovery, they basically sold Warner Media to Discovery Channel. I don't know how that happened, but now there's talk that Apple may buy Warner. And there's talk that, uh, well, I know Amazon's buying MGM, and there's talk about Lionsgate maybe next on the block, so. <laughs> uh, oh, well, this is what happens when you're creatively bankrupt. You sit there and keep well, I mean, pushing the same thing
1: over and over. I know over. MGM has always had trouble because the only thing that MGM has ever had going for them was the James Bond movies. And that was pretty much it. Over about the past 30 years since they got raided by the corporate types.
0: Corporate types... I'm not going to say corporate types cannot run a movie studio because they absolutely can. That's who built them up to begin with. But you have to have at least one romantic bone in your body in order to run anything, any kind of company in the creative sphere these guys most assuredly do not. They're all, all these guys are out buying intellectual property and this is why you keep getting reboots over and over. They they don't have any creative ideas so they just take what they got. Well, we'll just slap a, a sticker that says new and improved because this is all they know. Yeah, true. So That's exactly what's happening in Hollywood right, right. now. It's all new and improved and
1: nobody wants to buy it. Kind of like New Coke. I mean, like they didn't learn their lesson yet. In- at and just said, you know, we're just going to take Warner uh, and give it to Discovery and see if they can merge into two streams. And yeah. Don't so, cross the streams. Don't cross the streams.
0: You know what's going to be, you know what's going to wind up being hilarious? And I've called this, I made this prediction a year and a half ago. I said this would happen. Somebody said this would happen, that all these studios would start waging start wading into the streaming market and they're all going to go in there and they're going to get their little toesies burnt because they're going to lose money hand over fist because they have no idea how to market this stuff and then you'll wind up with maybe maybe Disney's Disney Plus survives Netflix will probably wind up taking right over all these guys are, are losing they'll take over Columbia Netflix will wind up streaming Columbia and Warner and a bunch of the also rans. Just like they had before all of this started, Disney might still be standing just because of the strength of their kitty catalog. Yeah. It's it's not like uh, Shang-Chi is going to rescue Disney. Anyway. I... <laughs> Although I did hear that Moon Knights getting, is on track to produce in 2022. Yeah,
1: I think they've already had... Yeah. They already got, like, cast and everything Not the Dark Knight. The Moon Knight. Moon Knight. It's not McDonald's. It's
0: McDowell's. We don't have the Golden Arches. We have the Golden Arts. Moon Knight. Anyway. (laughs) And y'all laugh at it. That's exactly where Marvel did it. Anyway. (laughs) Used to be a villain in uh, Werewolf by Night. Nobody even remembers that company. One of the best monster books of all time was Werewolf by Night. Dracula, Tomb of Dracula can suck it. Literally. From, from of, a jugular vein. Werewolf Wolf by Night, absolutely. Just just because Moon Knight was a villain, that's where he first
1: started. Anyway. Speaking of, there's a comic book <coughs> that I need to find at Scott's, or at least try to order it. And I will on. talk about it here later, because I don't know when it comes out. But I think it's a... I got to have it. I got to have the series. Got to, gots to we'll have it. We'll talk about it here in a moment. We'll talk about it. Um, But, yeah, in the the news, uh, News sadly, uh, we lost uh, Charles Gordon. Charles
0: Gordon. Gordon? Yes, Gordon. What did I say? Gordon. I don't know who Charles Gordon is, but our apologies to all the Charles Gordons.
1: Yes. And all
0: the Jim Gordon fans Uh. were upset. Go ahead.
1: But, yeah, uh, he passed away at 86 years old. Uh, He... He is one of those actors that I have always seen in all of my favorite movies, and nobody really, like, it's movies that I remember watching as a kid but nobody ever talks about nowadays. Like Beethoven, he played the father of Beethoven with the big dog and stuff like that. I love those movies. I I still love those movies, but nobody talks about it. He played in Clifford with Martin Short. Uh, I think he was in Midnight Run with yes. Robert De Niro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in one of the Muppet movies. Mm-hmm. I think it was the first Muppet he's movie. The, first, movie. Yeah. the very first Muppet I movie? I think so, yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, he has, a, he has tons of work that he's been in. And there's, there's an old saying, always a
0: bridesmaid, never a bride. That means that you're always there supporting other... Other people. That's what Charles Grodin did. He was one of the consummate supporting actors. He was. In, he never headlined the movie, or he very rarely headlined the movie. But he was in. He was a supporting actor in so many because he was the wingman. He was the guy who could always help it's get so true. The, get. <clears throat> the, help make the movie more entertaining. He would. He could pick up the slack no matter how dull the the Saint Bernard was in Beethoven. It was dull. Okay. Sandlot did it better. But uh I <laughs> digress. Yeah. Sorry I mean, to see Charles Groden at eighty six had a good run, so he was yes. Charles Yes,
1: definitely. But you're right. I mean Big I've always saw him list, I, anyway. I always saw him as like the main star of these movies because he pretty much was the main star. But everybody else yeah, he made everybody else look good, but he didn't achieve that I'm a star.
0: Yeah. Quality.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That makes it sound kind Sound of nice. like me. I make everybody else look good. <laughs> oh,
1: you realize that's... in
0: 10 years I'm going to either look oh, like Charles Grodin or I'm going to look like Walter White from Breaking Bad.
1: Okay.
0: I don't know which yet. Oh. It's, it's, it's marching back, folks. Anyway, I learned that <laughs> I don't have to be ashamed of my big forehead no more. Before. Oh, they didn't tell you that that thing was supposed to be related to the size of your dinky, did they?
1: No. Apparently there's this thing where if you do, if you're smart, they call you five head instead of forehead because you fit off five fingers, and I did, and I can literally, like, this is how big my forehead is. <laughs> On the other hand, you're so smart
0: somebody else made you facepalm for them, so they didn't even have to make the effort. It's like of you... Some... the thumb is not a finger. <laughs> all right, all right. Neither
1: you. Go ahead. Henry Cavill, the Superman himself, the dog on the other hand. Yes. Who may or may not ever return as Superman? Who knows? Who also plays the Witcher? Uh, will also maybe get his big break in the reboot of Highlander. It the only one. Yes. And honestly, I'm okay with this reboot, because Highlander is, I mean, it's not one of those things that you can actually hate or love. It's just, oh, that's a cool concept, and then that's it. I could never get into Highlander. I got nothing against the
0: Scottish. I could not get into Highlander, I'm guessing it's Scottish. I couldn't get into Highlander, because I swear, I don't know why, but every time... I don't know why every time I saw or heard the name or even thought about Highlander, for some reason I imagined Sean Connery and a red leather man Keeney and Zardoz. I don't know why. Oh, gosh. Why did <coughs> gotta bring that up?
1: Gotta go. <coughs> right even he edge. wants to forget that. Uh, <coughs> I don't know. Let's. I mean, let's just face it. Anybody who's watching that actually loves Highlander or thought that Highlander was cool, we were just there for the Queen song. Right. Here we are. That wasn't in the He-Man movie? No, this was Highlander. This oh. was clean. It's
0: clean. It does seem, Highlander does strike me as one of those movies where it has an awesome soundtrack, lousy movie. Kind of like yeah. Footloose. Yeah, that's true. Or Greece. Although <laughs> oh, uh, no, I take that back. I I can't say that for Greece. Greece had a really good soundtrack. and It was a halfway decent movie. Greece Two, on the other hand. No, I can't Ooh. say that either. Cause Greece. I don't know what. I don't know about a single song from the Greece Two soundtrack. Well,
1: what in the hell am I thinking? You know the sad part. If <sighs> I had to choose the two, and I've I've thought about this a long time ago. Staying alive. Should I watch Greece? Should I watch West Side Story? You know what the answer always is? Nothing against Greece. Greece is good, but for some reason I always land toward either West Side Story or South Pacific.
0: If I had to choose
1: between <laughs> Greece, if I'd choose between Greece and West Side Story.
0: I would watch the Warriors every all the while. effing time.
1: Well, we yay.
0: come out and play, yay! <laughs> and, and, d- and the DJ chasing pounding them all the way as they try to make their way across New York in the middle of the night. That was freaking epic. Anyway, didn't they have the bottles like the pop <clears> bottles <throat> where they was tanning Yep.
1: <laughs>
0: and again, another great soundtrack. Yeah. Mm. God bless. You. I think it was, with, <laughs> who was who was that? Walter Hill did that one? I think so. Mm. Either way,
1: like I said, if I had to choose, another story to read every, every time. time, or turning it into a TV show, something <sighs> like that. I don't know how well that's not played, but... Okay. Moral bankruptcy. We already covered that. Moving on.
0: Anyway. <laughs> you want to remake the Warriors? You want to remake the Warriors? We've had this discussion a couple of weeks ago. Blood Syndicate. Blood Syndicate. You've never checked out Blood Syndicate, have you? I need to I need to start digging through my vault and see if I can find my old Blood Syndicate comics and let you read a few of them. Once you read them... Once once you've been exposed to the old D.C. milestone, black-owned, or black-created, it's owned by D.C., black-created blood syndicate, which is like the X-Men, but gangbang style. (sighs) Hmm. Hmm. Imagine static times about six, and they're not willing to take anybody else's mess. They're not nearly as polite. Hmm. That would be... One turns... One is a literal... Brick house. One's a talking dog. One one his bull, his guns never run out of bullets. Yeah, another one cannot be killed. You can beat the crap out of him, but he'll never die. And then there's another one who can change shape, and uh, and another one who can. Oh, that good. Another one who can freeze time, go back in time three seconds, and try to prevent whatever just happens. Whenever some, one of their members gets killed, she can flash back three seconds and try to save them. But she only gets... And she can do it over and over, but it's the same three seconds. So... Does oh, and she's also a crack at it. So that's... <laughs> that doesn't make her the most reliable so member goes, of the
1: team. So yeah. she's... Never mind, oh, and go by go. the way, one, one of
0: them dies in the very first issue. Figures.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Figures. Which is a shame because it would have been an incredible thing if, if you don't, if you guys do, do decide to develop Blood Syndicate, remember, you are not completely beholden to the original thing, by all means, take nine. Although the death of that character did have a profound effect on on the gang from that point Anyway, I'm just saying. Instead of remaking the Warriors, go your own way, folks. Go your own way is more than just a, an excuse for Bill Clinton's campaign. Go ahead. Oh, Although I so. did, I did see, I did see Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton. This is not a joke. From this, from yesterday, I think yesterday or Friday, sitting in a New York, in a New York bistro with a goblet of wine about this big around, while her husband, Bill, is like ten feet away flirting with somebody's wife. There's your moral champion, boys and girls, way to go. You tell me. Much better than the bad old orange man with the mean tweets. I I still still like Bill Clinton. (laughs) (laughs) I did too, after he got his teeth kicked in in 94. I liked him a lot better than he was in 92 he thought he'd get away with everything and crap didn't stink. He still thinks his crap doesn't stink. Once he got spanked, he realized that in '94 by the Republicans in the House and Senate, he lost the entire Congress. That was when Bill Clinton realized, you know what, maybe this whole socialism thing isn't such a great idea, and he reversed course. Now he became a halfway decent president. Still wouldn't let him anywhere near my daughter, but hey,
1: I'm... I wouldn't let Joe Biden near my daughter
0: either. Oh. He's out there... <laughs> You've got the leader of the free world currently uh, stalking eight-year-old girls across a public stage. Oh, you look mighty fine, little girl. Okay,
1: okay. Well, yeah, you you crossing mean, your legs over there? So, uh, anyways, a uh, freaky geek. Uh, okay. <laughs> We're not doing
0: politics anymore, or anyways. <laughs> Go ahead. What's next on the hit parade?
1: <laughs> Come on, Hitman. The, the, hit the Rock. The Rock. If the if one thing that the Dwayne Rock Johnson has ever proved that he can he can play pretty much anything. Uh so now he's playing a talking dog. Crypto. Which is I believe Crypto, is Superman's uh, the super dog Is it Crypto, Superman's dog or Superboy's no dog? Hmm? That's,
0: Crypto. That's Superman's dog. Superman's dog. Well Supergirl has Streaky the Supercat. But anyway, Superman yes. also has Beppo the Super Monkey. Supergirl has uh, Comet the Super Horse. Yes, who is actually a centaur from ancient Greece, who falls in love with Supergirl.
1: Yeah. Now,
0: tell me, that's not putting getting every furry's antenna up right about now. Now you Ooh. see, hold on. If they had done if they had introduced Comet the Super Horse into the Supergirl CW series, it would be getting renewed, guaranteed, because every furry in the country would be watching it. It's right what kept my little pony on the air. Oh, I'm sorry, am I dropping bombs again? Dog it. Oh, you Rozos. Anyway. Fozones. So
1: they're doing. <laughs> hey, uh... <laughs>
0: They're doing a legion of super pets and yes. The Rock is going to be crypto because The Rock has really rock zero F's to give to anybody anymore, he doesn't have to answer they to anybody. To do pretty much He's, He's going to do a Black Adam and I guarantee you, hold on, now, wait a minute, it depends on who's attached. I believe Jeff Johnson's attached to Black Adam. If, they, if Dwayne Johnson, I know you don't pay attention to me, but listen, Rock. Get Jeff Johns on there and leave him there. Because Jeff Johns is the guy who rehabilitated Black Adam into somebody you actually care about. Listen to me carefully. You want Jeff Johns involved in writing the script for Black Adam. Because if you do that, and you make Black Adam the way Jeff Johns envisioned him back in the 90s and 2000s, where he became the badass anti-hero, or really a badass anti-villain, he's not even an anti-hero. He will be the biggest box office draw since Joker. Not kidding, it will be a billion dollar idea. Mm. And they're going to make Joker 2, apparently. And every DC fanboy online is crying, because I shouldn't be making a sequel to it. I'm running your, I'm stepping all over your headlines too, Amy. It's in here somewhere. It's in there somewhere. Anyway, we'll trip over it Oh, it was the last one. But leave. (laughs) Keep the idea that you're a villain because you've seen way, way too much. Because imagine the mummy. Okay, this is literally what Black Adam is. Imagine the mummy with the powers of Superman. That would be dope. That would be dope. And not dopey, like, you know, the mummy movies were. With Tom Cruise, this would be dope. Because he's. Black Adam is literally 3,000 years old. Of course, so is Dr. Fate, so is Hawkman. They can all. And Shazam. They all fit into that one little universe thanks to one guy. Jeff Johns and the JSA. Did we ever do the review of Wonder Woman in the. In the New Justice Society movie, have I talked about that yet?
1: I don't remember. Uh, no, it. we
0: have not. Okay.
1: I haven't watched it yet. Though. You
0: have not seen
1: it. That is okay. okay. I didn't know if you actually got was able to get the. <laughs> or not I do. Million. I do not
0: have a Blu-ray player or a 4K player, and I don't want it. I got a DVD player. This is the first time I've seen where well, DVDs were actually out of stock. The DVDs were out of stock. I haven't seen this happen in years. Okay, now, uh, two weeks ago, two weeks ago we were talking about this because I just spotted Justice Society out on DVD, Blu-ray, and I kept hinting at Chris that that would be nice to get to watch it and stuff, so. But even though I, so he got the, the Blu-ray 4K package, but it didn't have the DVD on it, I couldn't play it, and we actually went back and tried to get the DVD. We still didn't have it so we took it. It came with a video code anyway so you can watch it online so I can stream it. I have the discs. It's just I can't watch the discs. I have to watch the, the streaming. And, and that's the nice thing with a the service called Movies Anywhere. You can watch it on Voodoo or half a dozen other platforms. I think Amazon will let you watch Movies Anywhere if you link them to it. And then you can watch your entire library on this one place. Anyway, so the movie itself, Justice Society, is kind of a reworking, and they can never, ever play it, st- play it straight, Okay, because uh, in the original Justice Society, okay, the Justice Society, let we'll me just break this down to you. This is close, so I'm going to get to a movie review, so just bear with <laughs> me. The Justice Society was created in about 1941 by a guy named Gardner Fox. He was working for what's known as National Periodicals. The, that was not Superman. That was they were, they published things like Flash and Hawkman and a bunch of Green Lantern and a bunch of secondary characters. So they didn't publish Superman or Batman, but they published a bunch of other heroes that would become known as DC. The, uh, the idea was to come up with one group, so that way a kid who only had one dime in his pocket would get to see all the heroes he liked and get exposed to some new heroes. And then maybe if he found another dime somewhere, he would buy another new heroes comic book. it's cross-promotion. As time went on, you wound up with Superman, the golden age Superman from like the 30s, 40s. You had Golden Age Batman from like 30s and 40s. You had the uh, the Golden Age Wonder Woman from the 40s, and they all wound up joining this group. This one is not that group. This is not the OG Justice Society. Although I gotta admit they they did get kind of close. It did get I did get more of the CW style JSA from the Star Girl series, which is about to start back up. By the way, you should keep your eyes open for that. Uh, I did get more of a vibe of that, but, uh, Hawkman is there, The Flash is there, the real Flash, Jay Garrick is there, uh, Gre- I'm trying to think who else is in there now. Hourman was there, which impressed the heck out of me. Uh, Black Canary was there, um, shoot, there was a couple more. Of course, Steve Trevor's going to be there with Wonder Woman, because she's there. And they're being- they actually have their very own- Basically, uh, a pool reporter who was following them around—that they called Shakespeare. Okay? So this was the Justice Society. The idea was they would work, kind of like behind the scenes. They would go in and take up, do the really, really heavy lifting, do the really nasty work, so that the GI so, to spare GI lives. That's what the heroes wanted to do anyway. So they didn't get the big parades or the big headlines or anything back home. They would get. They're mainly like, you know, hush, hush. So that way Hitler didn't know all these super villains were coming to rip its face off. So, as time goes on, we progress through the series, uh, through the story. Flash is trying to help Superman take down somebody in the modern day. He's trying to stop this guy, and he winds up, Flash winds up running too fast, gets lost in time, and lands on this, on the, in World War II, he's surrounded by the Justice Society. He has to, at first, at least convince them he's actually on their side. So, kudos for that, because they really make him sweat in order to prove he's he's actually one of the good guys. So, as time goes on, they, uh, they come to trust the new kid, and they're able to push to get their, their mission accomplished. The great mission is to figure out what are the Nazis up to because they they're up to something big but they can't tell what. And uh, they have to overtake this this one Nazi stronghold in order to get the in order to get the plans figure out where, what their next move is going to be. One woman's leading them because she's she's this proud warrior, she's an Amazon. So she's been trained as a warrior. She knows what she's doing. She leads the men. Along the way, Shakespeare gets shot in the head three times and doesn't blink. So they're trying to figure out, they managed to clear all the Nazis out and figure out they're getting ready to, to get this huge invasion force, but they can't tell where it's going yet. So after seeing Shakespeare shake off the bullets, they're like, what in the world's going on? Now Barry Allen, the modern day Flash, knows exactly who this is now because even though he's got a little mustache, he does have a little spit curl. It's Superman. But Superman was not around in 1942, which is where they're at. That's when the Flash realizes he didn't go back in time. He's on an alternate Earth. He's on Earth Two, where the World War Two is still taking place. Superman was apparently arrived on Earth around like 1920. 1915 or so. so. So all the superheroes loaded up in the first half of the 20th century on this earth, and it just goes. It is, now for the critique, it is a little confusing, especially, it's actually more confusing if you know the story of the Justice Society, because every time you think, you understand what's going on, you get a head fake. They do a spin on it and go in a different way. Uh, One of the Justice Society members who dies in like the the last third of the movie. But, uh, and really affects everybody else in the entire mission from that point forward because the stakes escalate big time. It is a fun movie. I've I've seen it once. I have not had a chance to see it a second time. Probably another couple of weeks when I get bored, I'll probably sit down and watch it a second time because I think it will... Stand up to a second viewing just to see the details and stuff. This is a film for people who are not familiar with the JSA. For uh, fanboys like, well, I even fanboys like me because I'm heavy, heavy into the Justice Society and the idea of a super team as a family. Kind of like what Fantastic Four does, but a little more functional. <laughs> the, uh, for fans who know the background, this can be a little jarring, but bear with it. Yeah, there's going to be changes here and there. They're going to get the details wrong here and there. But it is a good story. It's a good run. The artwork is kind of meh, like a lot of the DC animated stuff is. DC animated is is hit or miss in... It, that Bruce Tim kind of angular style. It works for Batman. It doesn't work so well for Wonder Woman. It works alright. works alright for Superman. That kind of stylized futuristic art deco style. It doesn't work so well for other characters like Hawkman and stuff that look angular. The, the look just doesn't work. But overall, I would give it I'd give it like a 3 out of 5. I would probably rent it, but most likely, I, w- I would probably use his streaming credentials to watch it, but I wouldn't go... <laughs> if, it, if it was that's up to me, enough. I wouldn't go out and drop 20 bucks. Minute, but that's, that's my ambling, rambling review of Justice Society, although, again, any Justice Society at this point is better than no Justice Society. I'm just going to throw this
1: out here. We are going to have to do more reviews on certain shows. Mm-hmm. And keep doing that, especially with Batman the animated series coming back. I am I'm excited. I'm of two minds on the Batman. You they, go ahead and tell They swear, they, they swear, they swear oh, it's oh. going to be exactly like the 90s animated series and not, you know, the artwork is supposed to stay the same. Hopefully, I don't know. I just hope. <laughs> I just
0: hope. I, I'm i of two minds on this. For one thing, Bruce Timm is involved, so I'm glad to see that. And he was the guy responsible for the visuals. Paul Denny was the guy responsible for the characterization. I, I have not seen Paul Denny attached to this. I know he's busy with his own things right now. So I know Bruce Timm's involved. I can't remember who else is involved. Uh, for some reason, can't be J.J. Abrams. He's over at Disney now. Anyway. The, uh... Some of two minds. Yeah, Bruce Timm's there. If they put him in charge, he's the showrunner. Hey, great. Let's give this another try. On the other hand, Bruce Timm also did the Batman and Robin adventures, which was okay, but not as good as the Batman the Animated Series. And then I'm also of another mind in that, uh... Good luck getting Mad Love made in 2021, okay? Remember, Batman, the animated series, used to be on the Fox Kids Network. Mad Love aired on the Fox Kids Network in 1992, I think. Good luck getting away with that now, even on a streaming
1: service. Not going Well, ahead. we'll see. Not going um, we'll see. I hope. I hope it, it <sighs> turns out all right. Oof, uh. <sighs> I hope. So.
0: And I got some. I'm actually am yeah, hoping that it works out I because am... I could use some more good Batman. Yes, of course. Definitely. Any good Batman is good Batman. I got a huge,
1: huge, huge uh, poop storm on the Flash.
0: <laughs>
1: okay. You. I watched the last three episodes. Three, yeah. And it is a mess. Horrible mess. A big mess. And what makes it even more worse is that they're calling Barry Allen Daddy. <laughs> I have seen... People who are older than him are calling him Daddy. Because apparently he did something that caused these other people to have powers. And the one that looks like his mom, who's like the light or the speed force, Mm -hmm. says, you created them, these are your children, so all of them are calling him daddy Mm -hmm. in the last three episodes, and it is cringe. (laughs) I, have you seen, hold on a minute,
0: have you seen the new impulse yet? No. No. Okay. You don't know what cringe is yet. I'm going to, Spike, make a quick image. You need to find this image that shows not just who, not just who Impulse is, but you also need to find out, you also need to find the picture of the kid they cast to be Impulse. Okay. It is the publicity still they did for Impulse. And okay I'm just gonna go ahead and spoil it so if you had, if you're one of the few people still watching the flash this is a spoiler impulse is named Bart Allen this is Barry Allen's son from the 30th century don't, don't poop
1: on don't poop on Jordan
0: Fisher okay
1: he's so good
0: <sighs> impulse was introduced way back in the early 90s as a, as a way to get kids interested in the flash and to be honest, the, uh, I think Pat Mahan was the guy who, who really blew up. It was him and Mike Weiringo, I think, Weiringo. One of the best artists I'd seen in years in the comic book industry. The man passed away like a decade ago and broke my heart when he passed. Away. But those two put a, a kind of... Uh, kind of a manga spin on the Flash, not just the Flash and Impulse, but like Jay Garrett and the entire Flash family. Was, and it, it is spectacular to, to see. So they, when Impulse was first introduced in his very own book, his very first image, it just popped right out of the page because the artist just drew all the energy and frantic personality and stuff of this character. They try to do an homage of this in the publicity still for whatever his name
1: was. I have not seen it yet. Is he sitting at a counter? No. There was a scene where he's sitting at a counter with a blue jean jacket on or something like that, and something happens. But it, it was a flash promo or something like mm-hmm. that. But I didn't get to see it. He wears, he wears he uh, wears a white outfit with a red
0: racing stripe down the bed. Okay. Yeah. F for fail. Like I said, I'm going to get these pictures. And I'm going to put, I'm going to edit them onto this video so that you can see what these are. If you don't really look about yourself, you will shed a tear seeing this. I don't know whether it'll be from sadness because you're so disappointed from seeing it, or just laughing your <laughs> ass off because it looks that bad. But I will put that into post production. I I don't put a whole lot of effort into post production
1: anymore. because... Fat, nasty, white, lazy bastard. But anyway, I'm getting like I I want to give up on the Flash, but I'm also really want to I want to hang in there, mostly to support again the character he's talking about is being played by an actor named Jordan Fisher. Jordan Fisher, is somebody I've known for a long time in the in the entertainment industry. That he's a really funny guy. He's a good dude. What has he been in? I know right. sounds familiar. I couldn't. Jordan Fisher has been in a lot of things. Right. But he's one of those actors that's been like in everything, but you got to spot him. Like He but was I in Shazam. But you got to spot him. Yeah, he's like I'm one, one of the lunch kids Ray in the Fid- back. am
0: I was. thinking?
1: Ray Fisher? Oh, Ray Fisher. Oh. That's
0: Cry Cryborg, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's what's throwing me off. But anyway, i got to show you the... I can tell their heart was in the right place, but their camera was not. That's all I'll say on these. But I'll show you the publicity stills here oh, later. Well, this is me. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. It it, it, uh, it hurt me, but... Yeah.
1: Um, okay, back to the news. We... Yay! Um, we
0: we're already a half hour into this. Yeah,
1: Seriously? Yeah. Okay, we'll, 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 we'll try to make over this here so quick. I can yes, please do. It's
0: episode 160.
1: Um, yeah. 160. A, uh, apparently, if uh, yeah, Marilyn Monroe was... Still alive, she would be 95 today or 95, something, yeah. This and we weekend. wouldn't have to tear about how hot she is. So, in memory of her, they made a 26 foot tall statue of Marilyn, but it is getting criticized heavily because it is the faint her famous scene where she's standing over the air thing, blowing up her dress. <laughs> oh, she's trying to hold her. There's actually back. a picture of a kid <laughs> underneath of her looking up.
0: Oh, Sorry. please. I think there's Photoshop,
1: but I'm like... The really? reason
0: why everybody... No, I'm sure that kid's right. The, the reason <laughs> all these white college boys are upset right now is because they didn't get there first. They could do, ah, uh, and look up. Now, if you if you were smart, and I can't remember where this was. I know I've seen seen the reference of this. I've seen the, the picture of it. It is huge. If you were smart, you would put a little motion sensor underneath, underneath the skirt with a garden hose, and every time somebody stood under and tried to do this, just splash. Everybody's See, a, a, you gotta think of these things, guys. Think um, it through. Come on, step by step, by step by step. Anyway. <laughs> so what else
1: you got? Um, I have a thing on the quiet place too, but I. I... Uh, Quiet Place Two opens at uh, opened up this weekend at four point eight million at the box office. Uh, got a ninety one percent at Rotten Tomatoes, where Corella Deville does not say how much it made, but <laughs>
0: they came in at seventy
1: three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm surprised it scored that high. Let Me Too.
0: I'd, I'd say that's probably manipulation. Seen, Somebody's manipulating that one because right. RT's already
1: proven they can't be relied on. I like Emma Stone, and I thought, okay, this is stupid to do a Cruella Deville standalone movie. And I was like, I don't know, maybe it will work out. And then I first saw the trailer, and I'm like, what on earth is this? And now I'm seeing like scenes, people are posting scenes on here and there, and I'm just watching it, and I'm just like, this is horrible. Now in in Cruella, she's supposed to be what lesbian. Oh, I don't know. Much
0: lesbian. She's supposed to be some kind of something or other. And I remember people were making a big deal about how this. She's the first openly gay Disney character or whatever. Okay. She's a villain. Cruella De is a villain. She's cruel. She is devil. And she is law. She's law devil. Okay. If Disney wants to make all of their villains homosexuals from now on, go right ahead. Knock yourself out. Mm. But this is perfectly acceptable because the drag queens think this is a fun idea.
1: <sighs> there was something mm. I saw. Something really stupid. I'm going to do thrown with off gorilla. Facebook
0: yet. I don't even bother with YouTube no more.
1: But anyway, yeah. Gorilla. i got a gorilla. No, I said, N- not about Cruella. <laughs> there was something of oh, stupid I, I saw that was going to be, it was a Disney thing that they were doing of a character that was really lame. But people were making fun of it because, oh, that means this, didn't that make, this will make uh, her a Disney princess, which would be really, really stupid because it's not a human or... I can't remember what it was. Peter Rabbit, too. <laughs> but anyway,
0: yeah, okay, never mind. Yeah, right. go
1: ahead. Oh yeah. Okay. Ooh, okay. This is the comic book I need to find. Yes. Okay. So apparently... Tell me this comic mm-hmm. book you need mm-hmm. to find. Let's see if I've heard of it. Dynamite Comics mm-hmm. is releasing a new comic where Elvira, the mistress the of the dark, mm-hmm. meets up with Vincent Price... To put a stop to an apocalypse, <laughs> the thirteen ghosts of River. written by David Alva and artwork by uh, Jones Simo. Never heard, of it. never heard of these people either. But I don't know. This just seems like as long as it's, oh, if oh it's God, officially licensed,
0: hey, go for it. I mean. Yeah. If you really if you really want to impress me now now Elvira, I gotta admit, I'm glad to see she's getting some mileage out of her IP. Okay? I'm glad to see I'm glad to see Elvira's making a living again doing this. Although she I know she's over sixty, but you know, I don't know how old she and
1: Still looks the same. Yeah, that's <laughs>
0: hey, Barbie's Barbie's don't age. But anyway, the uh as long as they're paying the Vincent... As long as Vincent Price's daughter is is getting some coin off of it, getting her share off of it, I'm cool with
1: it. Oh, what I know. really want to
0: see is an Elvira-Svengulli crossover. That would be hilarious. Or see Svengulli
1: in a Dynamite series or a Dark Horse series or something. Who that knows? would be fun. It might be part of it. I don't know. But it, it, the comic book is literally called Elvira and... Uh, Vincent Price stopped the apocalypse. Like That's
0: literally what it's called. <laughs> that's one of those goofy, kind of uh, Sam Raimi, Bruce
1: Campbell type of. Yes. And if you guys don't know who Elvira <laughs> or Vincent Price is, shame oh, come on, on, on you. You need to go study shame. some more. Yes. You fail at life.
0: You're yes. You fail at pop culture. So sad, you can't remember too. those two.
1: I just think this if, is a If great you didn't get idea. the 13 Ghosts of Elvira reference, shame on you. You should know better than that. I got to find these comics uh, when they come out. I didn't say when the release date was or what, but I got to. I got to. It just sounds great. Those two together try to stop an apocalypse, which they're all about. They're they're all about like the Adams Family type of stuff. You know, all the creepy and all the
0: the so creepy you know, crawlies. And stuff. Adams really Family cool. is coming to MeTV, by the way. I'm I'm glad to see that. Mm. Just a little nugget I'm tossing in there. It'll be, I think, weeknights at six. They, they're taking the Flintstones place, <laughs>
1: or
0: at least no, they're taking one of the Flintstones. Flintstones used to get an hour. I think they're going for thirty minutes. Which is, wow. Yeah.
1: Which is fine because they didn't make that many episodes of the Flintstones. Go ahead. Um, this one kind of makes me a little sad, but uh, it's uh, uh, the Batman belt is now on auction. Uh, it is going for 8000 to $10,000. Also, the Wolverine Claws from the Wolverine movies, the X-Men movies, are up to 15000 to 20000 That's what kind of makes me sad is because the Wolverine Claws are higher than the Batman belt. Now, the Batman what? belt is from the 82... Uh, Tim Burton... 82... 89... 89 Jim Burton movie. That, that just
0: that probably just hasn't gotten the exposure yet. People don't know there. It's like what? On the other hand, think about how many Batman movies have been made and how many bat belts were made for those movies. So it's just supply and demand. Demand. There's not as many Wolverine claws to go around. Plus, Wolverine claws pop out. So
1: just that Batman belt. Hmm. Um. John Ker- 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 mm-hmm. uh best known from his, uh, he wrote and directed the Quiet Place movies, mm-hmm. which also stars his wife. Uh, mm-hmm. From The Office, right? Mm-hmm. The, the, the Office. Yeah. Uh, I think he he wants to play Reed Richards in the Fantastic Four movie. I can't actually see it
0: well, Who's his wife? I can't remember who his wife says. Emily Blunt. Okay. She would... She has to be Sue if he's going to be Reed. And
1: then... Oh, and then
0: who do you cast as the thing and who do you cast as the Human Torch? I know who could <laughs> I, I I don't have a clue who you'd cast as the thing, but as the Human Torch, John Cena. Because Boy, talk about somebody going up in flames this past week. <laughs> oh fuck! You, John Cena. Anyway, <laughs> his his career is sure. shot. John Cena. For those of you who haven't been paying attention, John Cena used to be a WWE wrestler. He was the guy who carried them from like 2000 something to 20 a couple of years ago. John Cena made made a mistake, but he's going to be in Fast and Furious nine nine. Anyway, he said that you go, that Taiwan would be the first country to get to see the Fast and the Furious Nine, which of course got him in, in deep in Dutch with the Chinese, most honorable Chinese, according to YouTube. And so he had to go do an issue an apology in Mandarin because he's got to show off how well he speaks the language. <laughs> Dude sounds like he swallowed a toad. Anyway, so he goes off and he apologizes to most honorable China Kami-san that Taiwan is not a country. He he never meant to say that. He is so 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 oh, so 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 sorry. He literally said, "I'm so 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 sorry." You to pick out the Mandarin when he says that, and. So I'm sure he's going to make money in China from now on, maybe, if China decides to take it because there are already Chinese fans telling him to go F himself. And now the rest of the world hates him, especially in Taiwan, because now Taiwan was supposed to be the first country that was going to see this movie. Is there anybody in Taiwan who's going to spend dime one on his POS movie if anything kills the Fast and Furious Dude.
1: franchise? It's going to be this. I'm I'm actually... I was a flame out. I didn't know that they was going to see the movie first, but that makes a whole lot of sense, because I have been... People are releasing (sighs) scenes from the movie on, like, TikTok and Facebook, and Mm -hmm. I'm like, the movie's not even out yet. Where are you getting all this? They're catching
0: it from overseas. And I'm like... It's making me mad,
1: because it's like... The movie's not even out yet for us. I'm... Look, I mean, Fast and Furious is just one of those fun movies, you know? It's, it's like, it's mm. it's over-the-top stupidity, but, I mean, I, I mean, most, it kind of reminds me of the old 90s movies that the action sequences were over-the-top and stupid. That's what these do, to be honest. <laughs> just saying. But yeah, and as for the Fantastic Four thing, I—I I mean, I hope they actually make a good one. I do. I, how about it, it is David Tennant as uh, uh, Doctor Doom.
0: The Submariner, yes. That would be hilarious. That would be whole new levels of hilarious. The Fantastic Four we have seen repeatedly is a franchise that if you don't passionately care about it will absolutely suck pond water. Yes. It is so easy to get wrong. Because all you have to do is treat them like any other super team out there. Nobody. This is part of the problem with this culture right now. Nobody wants to admit from family anything. Okay? Nobody wants to write family stuff. Not just family friendly stuff. Nobody wants to write characters as if they have families. Fantastic Four is a family. Reed Richards is the husband. Sue Richards is his wife. Susan Storm Richards is his wife. Uh, Johnny Storm is, his, is the, the brother-in-law and the thing is the tough, tough guy best friend of the husband. They do wind up having two kids and one is, one is able to bend realities just by thinking about it and the other one is like even more intelligent than Reed is. If you actually knew how to write a family relationship, that was the strength of this book, this property, all along since 1960 on, has been the relationship between the Fantastic Four. The relationships between all four of them. They're all complicated, they're all different, they're each one written different, each one has their own strengths and weaknesses, and they wind up not just supplementing each other, but they also take advantage of each other from time to time because that's what families do. They screw around with each other. They don't with each other. They screw around with each other. They mess with each other is what I'm trying to say. Let's not get all... Let's not get all Second Samuels here. Anyway, Fantastic Four, I don't think I like the guy. I didn't care too much for what he did with his good news program. Yeah, that's right. Where he just sold like people did. To- he sold that sucker out. And hey, he made some good coin. I'm sure his daughter is going to be one well of Yeah, but where is it though? I haven't oh, heard that, nothing. I mean, I anticipated is- that as soon as that turned corporate.
1: In a way, I respect
0: him for that. In a way, I respect him for that because he just cashed that sucker in. He's like, "Fine, you want to give me that many million? How many zeros in there? Sure, you can
1: have it, because I can always go right
0: across the street and do it again somewhere down the road." But
1: actually, stop and think about it. Why not have actually create a news station (sighs) or a news channel like CNN and all that, except different? Where all they do is talk about the good stuff, because nobody will watch. It. <coughs> I
0: don't They're know. convinced nobody will I watch. Don't it.
1: Know.
0: Nobody. Hold on. I mean, that's. N- hey, what does your uncle Spike hate more than falsified yeah.
1: election yeah. results? <laughs> At least I lost track of what uh, I was going. Go anyway, I will say this though. <coughs> The only news channel that I will actually suggest that I watch, and it's only like three hours long, is Robin Mead on uh, HLEN Headline News. Three hours long. Why? Because she's awesome. She makes the news awesome. They do talk about a lot of positivity stuff that goes on in the world, and not just like on the bad. They also talk about things that I don't hear about on other news channels. So, I suggest that because you get the good and the bad, but always leave with a smile. So, but I think that's just because Robin Mead seems to just be that person that just shines positivity, and she speaks the truth. So I like. I didn't know they still did news on HLN anymore. Don't yeah, know I I be, like, I well, I only watch. I only watch her
0: because the rest of them are CNN guys, yeah. and they suck. Yes, anyway, they do. that was the point I was trying to make. They do try to do positive news every once in a while on these other shows, and you can tell that the whoever's recording it is so snarky or so smarmy <coughs> or so saccharine sweet that you can tell they're, they're like, look at this crap here. This is the crap you people want here. Look at this crap. <laughs> look at this fuzzy puppy here. Take the fuzzy puppy. You can tell these guys don't want anything to do with it. They want hard-hitting news. They want their, their spin on things. Paul Harvey used to tell positive news, and he had millions of people who would tune in every single day to him on AM radio to hear him out, and on FM radio. I swear, he, he was everywhere. Every market in America had Paul Harvey somewhere. And... You had to hunt him out, because some places he would be on at 11.30 in the morning, or he'd be there at 11.45 or 12, or whenever. When Rush Limbaugh became big after Paul Harvey had risen, then usually you found Paul Harvey at like 11.30 and then Rush Limbaugh at 12. (laughs) God help you, you lived in one of those markets where they were on different channels, because they were always right up against each other. Of course. But... But there is room for positivity, there is room for positive news, but you can't just sit there and smarm your way through it. you got to be sincere about it and don't just say, well, gee whiz, look at the fuzzy pu- puppy. No, you need to tell the story and make people actually care. Here's the reason why you care about this fuzzy puppy, because it was rescued from a burlap sack where some punk threw it into the river and tried to watch it drown. That's the... <coughs> Now it's living a happy life, and so on and so forth. They also,
1: on on uh, Robin with, uh, I think it's called Morning with Robin Mead, mm-hmm. but uh, they also do this thing where people can actually, like, bring, uh, <coughs> take in home videos and just, like, s- say some sort of positive message. Mm-hmm. or the, And there's a segment where they have soldiers will send in... Uh, a video where they're just giving a positive message and saying a hi to their families or whatever and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: So that's, I mean, that's sincere. It's, it's, that's actually it's caring about your your audience.
1: And when I mean three hours, it's like it starts at like I think six o'clock in the morning or five o'clock in the morning. She usually, well, maybe it's four hours, but it will last until ten, and then they re-loop it. So mm-hmm. whatever you missed in the morning, they'll show it all the way until like one o'clock or something. So, yeah, but it's, I like, it's really, mm-hmm. know, let's we'll see, see it. if it starts turning up in the ratings
0: once in a while, because, yeah, well, Not they, they've been doing this for years. Nothing else on, <laughs> nothing else on, on these other news networks is, is making a dent. Fox wow, News is still see. eating everybody else's lunch. And apparently. I don't watch the news. I don't watch the news because for the last year, all it's been is COVID-19, how awesome Andy Beshear is, he, because he is our Lord and Savior in this state, and uh, how an orange man bad. That's all I've heard over the last year and a half in the news. That's That's it. I mean, you hear it. Even on the local stuff, it's about how awesome Andy Beshear is, how many people are dead from COVID. Of course, they don't talk about it anymore now because Orange Man got beat. So now everything's sweetness and light. But, mm. <laughs> Although I, I do still snicker at people talking about the, uh, the COVID-19 vaccine because they don't want to take it now because Joe Biden's in charge. Although they were lined up around the block to get it when Donald Trump was pushing it. So, mm-hmm. and, and it exactly flip flop because none of the Democrats would take it while Donald Trump was in office because he was orange man bad. Now that Joe Biden's there, it's your patriotic duty to get shot. You know what this shows, though?
1: People are assholes. People are sheep. Yes. sheep. You follow what you believe Sheep. instead of just doing what you what want you, to do. Or what you need to do. It's like do. you'll fuss at somebody for going out and being with friends because they got vaccinated. And you're stuck at home, it's like, well, go get the shot if you want to go out and hang out with friends. Or just go out, period. Do something. But no, you want to sit there and cry. And, you know, why am I doing this? See, now you guys got me to, it's an effective... Over, over you. Poo. Oh, over poo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Let's wrap this, because we're an hour into this, and I'm getting, I'm getting tired and cranky pants. We need to move cranky on, on our lives, yes. Yeah. By the way, what Grandpa fixed for lunch today was uh, pork ribs with uh, with mashed potatoes, fried apples, and corn on the cob. So yeah, I'm a little little tired right now. So don't gushy, and the pooshy. That would beat you. Anyway, so what do you? What's your big finale, big boy? My big finale. Did you have any any other news things left? No, that was a no. good
1: about You got everything. Yay! Well, here, let me help you find closure. Oh. There you go. <laughs> There goes our episode. We, 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 we had two weeks, <laughs> and I looked through the news, and I found stuff, and then the rest was just regular stuff. Like, oh, more Zack Snyder stuff. More uh, uh, this stuff. And the same stuff over and over and over again. And I was just like, oh, nothing's changed. I do, we'll go ahead and we'll we'll wrap it here
0: because we are about an hour into this and like I said we're all getting tired of of all this stuff but until next time, we're just let me show off something I picked up here this past a couple days ago so on behalf of all of us here at the Spike and Chris show just to let everybody know Ah, there you are I don't give a flying duck, anyway there is a shirt. Right there. Oh, a month out from turning, a month and a week out from turning 50. I have no F's to give there. So, till next time, Spike. Chris. This was the show. We will see you somewhere down the road. Yeah, this was show number 161. Can you believe we've done 161 episodes of this? Because we have no lives. Yeah, no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ta-ya. Ta-dee.